So man is used to doing what goes up into their mind. So humans, mankind, they live their lives answering their own ideals, their thoughts. So man follows their inklings, their they follow their ways, their own ideas. So that's how that's how man survives, if you want to say so. So um so man answers and does what goes up to their mind. That's how society functions. It doesn't... So the way society functions currently in the world does not mean that because they're functioning that they are working let me repeat that so functioning does not equal correct functioning so a vehicle can start a car and you can drive but there could be something wrong with the engine you'll still be able to make it down the road but if there's something wrong then you're not functioning right and there's just a time a matter of time when things are going to come to us an abrupt stop the engine's gonna blow because there's something wrong see that that's essentially the same so man without god it's not truly functioning well. And man without God, man without the man without submission to the living God, the Lord Jesus Christ, and it's just a sooner time soon it's a matter of time where it's going to come to an abrupt stop. Now for most that abrupt stop will occur while they are yet still alive in this present world. And they will experience they will experience the consequence of not being submitted to the Spirit of God. And for others that abrupt stop will occur when they breathe their last. And so they'll live this, they'll live their entire life 
up to the moment that they will breathe their last and their abrupt stop will be at that moment. And then they will transition into eternity while they will stand before the living God and begin their eternal journey in eternity. And their eternal, their eternal destination, be it with the living God or separated from the living God in, in eternal damnation. So the consequences of man living life outside the control of the Spirit of God is ultimate death. It is so the consequences of man living and functioning in this life outside the control of the Spirit of God is disaster. The consequence of man trying to succeed in this life or trying to function adequately in this life outside the submission of the Spirit of God. It is, consequences is just plain disastrous. So for the lost, for the unbelieving, for those who refuse to acknowledge Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, that's their, that's their destination, pain and suffering in the present and in the future. But for the believing, for the professed followers of Jesus, for the actual followers of Jesus, because there's a difference between the professed and the actual. And the difference is those, the difference is that those, they are those that profess and actually obey and follow and submit. And there are those that just talk. For, for, for them, the, um, the will of God is for them to submit, for us to submit to the Spirit of God, everything in our lives. So as we, so for the believer of Jesus Christ, we have to submit daily to the leading of the Spirit of God. When we don't submit daily to the leading of the Spirit of God, and then we are leading ourselves according to our own thoughts, according to what's in our hearts. And there's nothing in man that is adequate, that's adequate enough. See, again, man, we can drive, we can, the vehicle may start, and we can go down the road, but outside of the Spirit of God, we are leading ourselves to a painful destination.
So the Spirit of God, the Word of God, uh, ex Jesus, the Spirit of God expects his believers, those who profess to know him, to submit themselves to the leadership of the Spirit of God. When we do this, life is different. We are, we then, life is different because we are living under the perfect will of God. And we are fulfilling His will, His agenda. So things go according to His plans. And when we are living according to the perfect will of God, there is no room for discouragement. There is no room for bitterness. There's no room for apathy. There's no room for discontentment. There's no room for anger. There is no room for pride. There's no room for Jealousy. There is no room for entitlement. There's no room for the plagues that plague man when they try to live this life outside of the will of God. So Jesus Christ expects all those who proclaim to know him, those who say they know him, those who say they have been called, chosen to follow him and to serve him. If you are a servant of Jesus, self-proclaimed or actual, as a servant of Jesus, you are called to submit to his ways, to his leading to his teaching, to his actual leading. And this will be evident in your life. It is, it is clearly visible when a man or woman is being led by the Spirit of God. And it is clearly visible when a man or woman is following their own ways. It will be visible within their life. Because the Spirit of God is life. And where the Spirit of God is, there is freedom. And where the Spirit of God is, there is joy. And when the Spirit of God is, there is power. And when the Spirit of God is, there is true life. And when man is in control, these things lack. The, 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 when man is in control, then... It is superficial. It is artificial. When the Spirit of God is, it is real. And the Spirit of God manifests true freedom. And life is abundant. Life is flourishing. Lives are flourishing. The difference is that God is at work. And not man. The difference is that 
God is doing what he decides, what he desires. So it is, it is absolutely crucial, but it is absolutely imperative that you understand this as an individual, as an individual who is in control, as an individual who is really calling the shots. Is it your ideas or is it God? Is it your thoughts or is it God? Is it your heart or is it God? Is it your brain or is it God? Is it your soul or is it the spirit of God? And you are able to evaluate this through the fruits of your life, through the fruits of your surroundings through the fruits of what's being displayed within your life. You can compare, you can evaluate this to the truth of God. This is not evident by what, what you, what may seem to be seemingly productive because something may look successful but God may not be in the midst. You see the people in the Tower of Babylon and, and how they were. They seemed successful because they were united. And this was man at his best. Man at his best was creating such a huge... And they were accomplishing such a great task. But God was not in it. So though things may look successful, if God is not in it, then it's vain. So just because man is able to accomplish things, man is able to do things, man is able to make quote-unquote, great feats of accomplishment does not mean that they are going to succeed. It may look successful on the outside, but if Jesus is not in it, if God is not in it, then it is destined to fail. This principle applies to everything. It applies to your life. It applies to ministry. It applies to your decisions. It applies to relationships. It applies to everything. If God is not in it, if God is not in control of it, if God is not leading it, and then it's going nowhere. If God is in it, if God is involved, if God is in control of it, then it will flourish. 
So it's best to just surrender and let God be God. Seek the Lord Jesus Christ while he may be found in Jesus' name.